Welcome to the Food Freedom Habit Podcast, where you can find freedom from food crazies using nothing but your own brain. With me, Lydia, the Lifestyle Coach. Would you like permanent food and body peace without tracking one trigger or calorie? Whether you're dealing with overeating, binge eating, bulimia, food obsession, body hate, or the endless diet cycle, we do all this without delving into past trauma, starting yet another food plan, or monitoring every meal. Live a free life aligned with your health and values. If you're ready for something real, you're in the right place. All episodes are 100% free, so please subscribe to and review our podcast. Hello, this is Coach Lydia Knight, and we are ending eating disorders and freeing women from every cage. And freedom is being present in the moment. When we struggle with food, it is really mentally distracting. We're calculating things in our mind. We are feeling bad about what we did eat or we're feeling good about what we did eat, but what does that mean for calories that we have saved up for later? We are going through like the inventory of food that we have or like we recalculate and focus on food and it just takes a lot. It just takes so much mental energy. And because it takes so much mental bandwidth, it really keeps us from being present because we're either in regret from what we did with food or we're in planning for how we need to make up for that in the future. And a beautiful part of being on the side of freedom is being present, is really being in the moment with nothing to make up for, with nothing to plan, with just being there and in the only place that truly exists, which is right now. And it is a joy to have that calm and that peace and that presence. And freedom is listening to your kids. <laughs> so with all of the mental distraction, with the food struggle, we get good at pretending to listen. If you know one of our children comes to us and they're telling us about their day or they're telling us about a struggle, a lot of times we're very divided in our mind. We are putting up a facade of I'm here and I'm present and I'm listening, but we're not really there and we're not truly listening because we're so divided and distracted. And so being on the side of freedom, one thing that's come up over and over again is you know, our, our clients and our grads who have children, they're like, I am able to notice what is happening with my kids with an intuition and with a knowing and with a present understanding that although I love my children was not available to me before. Like we have had multiple clients realize that their children, their teenage kids were having suicidal tendencies and that they were able to get help and have hope and get everything handled so that those children could be in a solid, wonderful and steady place really early on because they just weren't missing things. Like they had that intuition of like, oh, like I, I sense that your energy is different or what's happening inside of you or like, hey, are you having a hard time? The sorts of things that get lost when we only have limited bandwidth. And it's such a beautiful thing to see the way that we bless our children's lives when we can be present and listen and listen not just with our our eyes and our presence, but listen with our hearts and our souls. And it's so important and it's so wonderful. And we get to get that back in a way that we can give and just listen in a way we never could before. 
And that's what freedom is. And freedom is having holidays, looking forward to connection and that being the priority. So on the side of freedom, a holiday's coming up. Oh, who am I gonna get to see? Holidays coming up when you're still in captivity with food, what food is gonna be there? The priorities just change. Like when you're in the struggle with food, it's always what food is gonna be there? What do I need to plan so I can have something that I need? Is it going to be a day where I'm gonna let myself be off the wagon and just eat whatever? And if so, like how am I gonna make up for that? Or is it something where everyone else is gonna be having a meal and I'm having something different and everyone's asking me about it? Like who's gonna pressure me to eat? Who's gonna pressure me not to eat? Who's gonna ask about my weight? Like it's all just so focused around what food is going to be there. And when you're on the side of freedom, it doesn't matter. Like beautiful, celebrating with food. It's a great thing. It's what normal eaters do, but it's a non-issue. It's like, oh, I guess we'll show up and whatever's there. Oh, great. It'll be grandma's apple pie and that'll be awesome. But it's not the focus. The focus is on, oh, who am I going to get to see? What are we going to do to connect? What are we going to plan? I'm excited to make memories. It's being able to look forward to what it's really about, what which is that connection instead of having the dread and the fear connected with it, which is such a lovely thing. And freedom is making actual memories. So if you have a special occasion, if you have a holiday, if you have a trip, you know, travel, having these wonderful out of the ordinary times in life where you get to actually make memories where you get to take pictures that capture the moment, where you get to be present in the moment, is one of the most wonderful things of life. And when we're in this struggle with food, we don't remember things. Like we're either removed from the memory because we didn't wanna be in the picture because we're uncomfortable with our body or because we weren't you know, celebrating in the same way that everyone else was or we were hiding out. I have so many memories, memories, I'll put that in quotes, where during my eating disorder days, I wouldn't even physically be there. Like I missed a Christmas morning because I was so freaked out about the food, I locked myself in the room upstairs. I missed my daughter's Christmas morning. I have no memories of that. Like vacations where I have pictures of the menus at the restaurants, but none on the beach because I didn't even get close to it because I was in my room binging we miss out on so much when we're in this struggle. And on the side of freedom, being able to be a part of it, when we look back on those memories years later, people say, oh yeah, I remember what you said, or I remember that conversation, or you know, I remember when we did this together. And what's such a, a sadness and an emptiness of having a struggle with food is that a lot of times when you know family friends get around and they reminisce you're just not part of the memory because you weren't there physically or you weren't there emotionally or you just had this wall up and you were removed because we're in this cage and to have that cage lifted and to be truly present in a way that you are remembered and that you get to remember is a beautiful piece of freedom. And freedom is being able to achieve based off of your values. So let's play this out. You have a struggle with food, and so you go on this journey of trying to figure it out. 
and you go on this spiritual journey because you think that's going to help. And then you go on this nutrition journey because you think that's going to help. And then you decide on your major in college. And because your whole life is about obsessing with food and body, you get a degree in nutrition or you get a degree in psychology or you get a degree, you know, in exercise science because your whole life is so consumed with that that you don't actually know what you're interested in. You're just trying to get more education to help yourself. And now you have a career as a nutritionist or a yoga instructor or you know whatever it is that was the connection of, well, I'm obsessed with food and that's all that I know, so I'm gonna get my degree in that and then I'm gonna have my career in that. And then that's your identity and what you're known for. Like, oh, so-and-so is known for, you know, obsessing about nutrition or she's a health coach or, you know, she's an exercise instructor or all these things that your path has been determined because of your eating disorder. And you wake up and you realize you do not know yourself. You do not know your own values. You fell into this narrow idea of your identity because you didn't know what else was there because the struggle with food and body took up so much bandwidth in your identity that you have lost yourself and you may not have ever gotten to know who that person is. And part of freedom is having achievements and goals and intentions and to create based off of your true authentic self and what you value not trying to look a certain way because of what the diet industry or the beauty industry told you how you should look, being able to express your style and yourself because this is who you are. Not having a career or an education based off of like, well, this is everything that I do anyway, so I might as well just get an education or career in it. It's being able to create a career and a livelihood and moving toward what you're actually interested in. And we have, we have women who are come to us in their 60s. They've struggled for over 40 years with their eating disorder. And in a matter of weeks, they get free and they get to wake up to like, oh, this is who I am. This is what I like. These are my values. And they get to live as their authentic selves and pursue those goals. It's so beautiful. One of our freedom stories, um, an incredible grads, Molly, you know, she, she came to us at like 19 years old. And for her, you know, getting her degree and everything that she was doing, it was so revolved around just trying to be thin. <laughs> like, and I love what she said, you know, in sharing her story, she's like, I have better goals now. She's like, just having my whole life revolve around being thin was not a worthy goal of my life. Like I have better goals now. And that, that is a really beautiful thing. So freedom is, being able to achieve based off of your true values. And freedom is defining yourself, getting to define yourself as a woman, as a person, as all the different roles that we're in, but then also just really who we are and getting to do that for ourselves. Part of being in the struggle with food is that there's a very connected pattern with pleasing everyone else, looking for everyone else's approval, making decisions based off of what those around us are voting would be best for us. And because we lose this trust and the security and the strength in ourself, we tend to default to others to define us. And part of the power of freedom is getting to define yourself, is getting to say, when I'm not hustling 
for approval, when I'm not hustling to try to be all the things that I think I have to be to have approval or worthiness in this world, then I get to define it for myself. Like I get to define me. I get to decide how I want to be and pursue that and enjoy that and love that. And that is a beautiful piece of freedom. So freedom is defining yourself and not looking or defaulting to everyone around you and to really step into that power. And freedom is no longer being a number on the scale. When your identity has nothing to do how much gravity is pulling down on you in any given moment in the day, says this machine, <laughs> that is an incredible, incredible piece of freedom. And when we're in this struggle, there is a number on the scale that is acceptable and there is a number on the scale that is unacceptable and that determines our value and it determines our worthiness and it determines our success and it determines our emotional state for the day and it determines our action and the way that we eat and it rules our life and freedom is throwing that out and being so solid in your power and your identity and who you know that you are and in that freedom the number on the scale is irrelevant. It has nothing to do with who you are. It means nothing. It determines nothing because you are the one that does that now instead of this ridiculous little machine <laughs> that has a meaningless number on it. You get to define that for yourself. And when you no longer are a number on the scale, you get to be you and who you are. And if you step on the scale and if you see whatever it says, that that does not rock your emotional strength and steadiness because your worth comes from you and not that number. Thanks for tuning in. If you felt a spark here and want to see how these principles can work in your own life, here is your next step. Pop over to lydialifestyle.com slash session. That's lydialifestyle.com slash session, where you can book a free session with our team. We'll give you a call and together find clarity on three things. One, the exact cycle you keep getting sucked into. Two, what isn't working with your approach. And three, what's missing to close the gap between food prison and food freedom. We have helped free hundreds of women all over the world from their food struggles. These are proven principles that work, no matter how long you've been stuck. This is Lydia, the Lifestyle Coach, signing off.